welcome to Spoonful of Sugar podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hubbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. This summer, we're excited to continue releasing weekly episodes, but they may be shorter due to our summertime constraints. Thanks for joining us for some magical summer fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of A Spoonful of Sugar podcast. This is Amy, and I wish I had my supercalifragile Pam with me, but I am at Disney World right now, and I am bringing this to you from my room at Pop Century. So I am on my 15th anniversary trip with my hubs, Chad, so he is here too, and I'm going to kind of do little mini-sodes for each day that we're here, and and then we'll kind of combine all those together into shorter summer episodes like we've been bringing you throughout the summer. So I will start for our trip with day one, obviously. Um, we left really early in the morning out of Milwaukee, and... One thing I will mention is that if you are taking the Magical Express over, and also we were flying Southwest, you can check in your bags at your airline, depending what airline you're flying, and they will take their ba- your bags all the way to your room if you get some special luggage tags, if you request them before you leave for your trip when you book the Magical Express. So we ended just up having two of these luggage tags, even though we were going to end up checking four bags. So make sure ahead of your trip that you have enough. I think they just send you one per person, but I'm not sure if you can request extras. So that's just something for myself to note for next time. Um, So we just ended up checking all four of our bags, but two out of our four we had to pick up once we uh, landed in Orlando and bring back to the resort with us and the other two went just directly to our room so that was really nice. So when we got to Disney World we arrived at Pop Century and we were really hungry so we went straight to the food court to grab a bite to eat and um I ran into Chef Jesus. He was amazing. There's something at Pop Century called the Bounty Platter, and it is a really big breakfast. It has like bacon, eggs, sausage, Mickey waffles. So everything on the Bounty Platter, oh, and like those um, diced potatoes, not hash browns, but you know, like the cubed kind of ones. So anyways, I needed to request gluten-free Mickey waffles to go along with my bounty platter. So Chef Jesus took my order and he made me the most amazing bounty platter ever with gluten-free Mickey waffles. And they were delish. So after that, we were nice and full and we were gonna spend the rest of the day in Epcot. So we had checked our bags into in with bell services since our room was not ready yet and we took the bus straight over to epcot we were able to do quite a few rides at epcot including what we like to do to kind of save time is to do single rider lines if those are available so we were able to do test track a couple times in a row and we were really glad that we did because that 
attraction ended up breaking down later, which it does a lot of time. Test Track is known for frequent complications, so they'll shut the ride down for an hour or two or however long it takes to fix it. So anyways, we were glad we were able to fit in a couple rounds of Test Track, and we had fast passes for Mission Space, Spaceship Earth, which if you're going to Disney, Anytime in the near future, I would definitely suggest doing Spaceship Earth because that's going to close for renovations. Um, and I don't remember the date that that's going to close, but apparently it's going to be closed for like three years or something. So get on Spaceship Earth while you can. And then we had a fast pass for Frozen, which I actually hadn't done since that ride first opened a, a few years ago. Usually I'm outvoted when nobody wants to use their fast pass for Frozen. They would, my boys would rather use it for Test Track or Soren. So that was fun to do Frozen again because I had only done that one one other time. And then for dinner, we ate at Teppan Ito, which is in Japan in the World Showcase. And it was delicious it is hibachi style and so they'll sit you at a big table with other groups of people i think they can fit eight people at a table and then there's like the big hibachi grill in the middle and our chef was amazing she did all sorts of cool tricks making the food and then as far as mine was concerned because i do have celiac and am gluten free she was able to make mine first before she put anything else on the grill so that it wouldn't intermingle or cross-contaminate or any of that good stuff. And we had sake ritas to drink. Those were delicious. It was some kind of like margarita with sake in it. It was delish. So that was our pretty much our day one, full day, travel day. And I think we lasted until about 10.30 that night maybe closer to 11 by the time we got back to the resort and then had to actually find our room, unpack, take showers because we were hot, sweaty messes and all that stuff. But that was day one. Now day two was really fun. We woke up and decided that we were gonna go to a water park that day because it is blazing hot here in Florida in the summertime. It is so hot, my toenail polish melted, I kid you not. <sighs> but anyways, that's what you get for planning a summer trip to Disney World. Anyway, we went to a water park during the day and we went to Typhoon Lagoon, which I've never been to either water park, so this was the first Disney water park I've gone to. And it was so much fun. A couple things, like tips I would just say, is that number one, even though they provide towels at the water parks for you, I would suggest just bringing your own, even if you're not actually gonna use your towels, just to save your seats because everybody is claiming chairs right and left and you want to reserve a little space for yourself so if anything i would just suggest bringing your own towels just to save your spots and then the other thing i was surprised about is they don't actually do bag checks at the water parks so that actually made things a little bit faster going in because um, a lot of people are bringing bags and coolers we ourselves had a Mickey cooler backpack that we had thrown a couple of waters in and of course our towels and sunscreen because you need to keep reapplying especially if you're like me and will 
fry in about five seconds flat. So it, we had such a great time there. We did the water slides, well, a raft ride, I guess I would say. We did the Lazy River, which I loved. I don't think it's technically called the Lazy River, but essentially that's what it is. And then the Typhoon Lagoon, they have huge, giant, giant, giant waves. So that was really fun to be in. Hold on to your sunglasses or hats because those you will lose those in the waves if you let go but we just had a great time. For lunch, we ate at the quick service there called Leaning Palms, and I wasn't sure it, what my gluten-free options would be because I haven't been there before, but they have plenty of options for me, and Chad got something, um, a chicken sandwich as well, so kind of some typical quick service options for you there. And then we left Typhoon Lagoon mid-afternoon because we had a ADR, which is stands for Advanced Dining Reservation, later that evening at BOMA. So one thing I will say is if you are taking Disney buses for transportation, just leave yourself plenty of time because sometimes you will wait, you know, 20 minutes for a bus and you have to you know, make sure you factor all that in if you have to be at a certain spot at a certain time. So we headed actually after the water park, we head back to our room so we could take showers, clean up a little bit, freshen up, and then head over to Animal Kingdom. And then from there, take the bus from Animal Kingdom to Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is where Boma is located. And this restaurant was recommended to me by my very dear supercalifragigal, Pam Cakes. And we were celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary that evening. So I wanted something a little bit out of the ordinary, something that we've never done before. And this was certainly fitting the bill. It was amazing. It was a huge buffet. They had all sorts of African foods, but they also had some American foods too. If you're not an adventurous eater like Chad, who got the spaghetti and meatballs, but they also had some really great African food too. One thing I loved was called Tunisian fish soup and it was so, so, so good. I could have just, <laughs> eaten that for the whole buffet but don't worry I had plenty of other foods and that's the great thing about a buffet you can try something and if you don't like it then have other things our server Paul surprised us at the very end of our meal because he brought us a giant platter of desserts they were all gluten-free and in chocolate it said happy anniversary and it was just it looked beautiful and it tasted even better. They had zebra domes that were gluten-free, which if you've never heard of these before, they are amazing. I think I'm gonna remember that my whole trip is probably like one of my favorite desserts ever. It's kind of like a chocolate moussey dessert in like a half a sphere shape, and then over the top of it is like white chocolate, and then it's drizzled with like dark chocolate stripes. Oh my gosh, you guys, those zebra domes are to die for. So shout out to Paul, cause he made our anniversary really special and brought us that whole dessert tray. And it was just the icing on the cake, if I do say so myself. And then 
After we had dinner, dinner at Boma, we were gonna head over to the Magic Kingdom because Magic Kingdom was open till midnight that night. We were going to leave and head, just take a bus over there and it was downpouring rain. And we of course had left the dollar ponchos back in our resort room. So we ended up having to go ahead and splurge for the fancy Disney ponchos. I think they were only 12 bucks a pop, something like that, and they had them at the gift shop at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Disney's very used to this. As soon as it starts raining, they just bring out a stack of ponchos from underneath the register and they just fly off the shelf like hotcakes because people are like us and then just don't want to be caught in the rain. So after Boma, we got our ponchos, we head over to Magic Kingdom. We had a bunch of fast passes for that night. We had uh, Seven Dwarves lined up, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder. So what unfortunately happened because it was raining and lightning, they end up closing all the outdoor rides. So what will, what will happen is if you had a fast pass for an outdoor ride that they have to shut down due to inclement weather, um, they'll give you another fast pass which will pop up on your my disney experience app in order to replace the fast pass that you weren't able to use so essentially it's um a fast pass that could be used for anything in the park that but you have to use it that day or that you know that evening before the park closes that night so we we tried to do some inside attractions since it was raining. We did Philhar Magic, we did Under the Sea, we did Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, so those attractions are all still open. And then we were able to use our fast passes later for some of those outdoor rides that we had or that we couldn't do earlier. So all in all, it was a great day. Typhoon Lagoon, Boma, and Magic Kingdom. You can't get much better than that. And that wraps up day two. All right, everybody, so that brings us to day three of our very magical vacation in which we went to Blizzard Beach in the morning. So we have already tried Typhoon Lagoon the day before, and now we tried Blizzard Beach for the first time ever, and I loved it. Um, just to go over the theming a little bit, because I didn't really go over that when we went to Typhoon Lagoon. So at Typhoon Lagoon, it's basically like the name suggests. You are at this water park that's just been hit by a typhoon and everything is misplaced and discombobulated and in disarray. It's very, very cool. And then in Blizzard Beach, again, just like the title suggests, you are at a theme park that is really a summer resort, but it is just hit, been hit by a blizzard. And so there's piles of snow everywhere and there's a ski lift and snowmen and uh, like a snow machine and all that kind of stuff. So it's like snow in the middle of the summer. That's what you have at Blizzard Beach. So again, we went to Blizzard Beach for the morning and something that I loved about Blizzard Beach was the wave pool. So at Typhoon Lagoon, their wave pool is basically like one big giant wave that comes crashing, you know, every few minutes. But at Blizzard Beach, it's more of a continuous waves that keep coming in. I really, really loved the wave pool there. I will say I did like the Lazy River better at Typhoon Lagoon, but I do feel that both water parks are pretty comparable as far as 
um, like raft rides, tube rides, the lazy river, the all that kind of stuff. The food, the quick service food. So again, they're both pretty comparable. They're just different themes. Yeah, so we went to, to Blizzard Beach. We spent the morning there. We had lunch at the quick service one of the quick service places, Lottawatta Lodge, and it was great. I can't complain. It's pretty much like your typical standard quick service type foods, and then they have like tropical drinks that you can order and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, so we had a really fun time there, and after Blizzard Beach, we ended up coming back to the resort to, to Pop Century to just get showered, freshen up, and all that jazz before we head out for the evening. So that evening, we are going to go to Hollywood Studios. So we had an advanced dining reservation at 50s Primetime, which I had never been to before. And the theme when you go to 50s Primetime is very, like, retro 50s. 50s maybe 50s 60s they had multiple different rooms that you could sit in that were kind of almost set up like kitchens or dining rooms from back in the day and like old-fashioned tvs with leave it to beaver or episodes of i love lucy were running and it was very fun the whole idea is that the servers are family members so you know aunt so-and-so's famous chicken pot pie or you know uncle fred's famous lemonade cocktail all that kind of fun stuff so we had a fun time at 50s prime time and chad got the meatloaf he said it was good he loved it i got the gluten-free pot pie which did not have like a pie in any way shape or form it was basically just like the innards of the pot pie with pieces of gluten-free bread on top and bottom so it was okay i didn't love 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 it but it was good and then i had i had a drink there too which was delicious it was a long island iced tea i would highly recommend it and then after we had our fill at 50s prime time we went on all of our fast pass rides so we had fast passes for toy story midway mania and rock and roller coaster in which Chad didn't want to go, he chickened out, so I actually used my fast pass and then I used his fast pass. So I went on twice in a row. And then our last fast pass for that evening was at Fantasmic, which is I know my super califragile pancakes does not love Fantasmic, but I love that nighttime show at Hollywood Studios. And especially because you get to sit down and you don't you can just get off your feet. It's been a long day. You can sit down, relax, and watch the show, which is, again, just one of my favorites. The whole premise of Fantasmic is that Mickey's mind takes over and like all the, the bad villains come out in his mind and they're just messing with him and essentially good triumphs over evil and good wins out and Mickey like, you know, steals the day at the end of the show and it's full of projections onto water and lasers and fireworks and and smoke machines and all, just all kinds of great stuff that make a Disney production just so absolutely fabulous. So that is how we ended day three with Fantasmic and went back to the resort obviously that evening. Woke up the next morning for extra magic hours at day four at Magic Kingdom 
And when we got there, we were disappointed to find out that they only had a couple of the lands open for extra magic hours. They had Fantasyland open and they had Tomorrowland open. But this was not my plans because I wanted to rope drop Haunted Mansion because that ride always has a line and I just and we hadn't been on it yet so I really wanted to do Haunted Mansion. However, they had all Liberty Square was all blocked off, Adventureland was blocked off. Um, all the there's a couple more lands I'm forgetting that they were all blocked off. So you couldn't go over there and they had cast members of course that were guarding the rope. So we were pretty disappointed by that. We we then tried to go to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and the line was like a mile long. Then we went over to Space Mountain and the line was a mile long. So it really just impacted to the length of time that you would have to wait for some of the other rides because I mean there was the selection was so small so obviously everyone's forced to go to the same like you know eight to ten attractions that are actually open. So then we ended up going on just a couple we went on like Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin and People Mover. People Mover, everybody! While we were waiting for the rest of the lands to open up. And so we, essentially we had to rope drop Liberty Square to get on to Haunted Mansion. So we had to rope drop at the rope drop. It was a little bit crazy and you could tell people were a little disgruntled by it, as were we. But anyways, once we were able to get in, everything was great. We had a great morning. We had a breakfast reservation at Be Our Guests for like mid-morning, which is a great time to have it because that's when it starts getting hot and you kind of need a break. And so it's a nice time to go sit down in some air conditioning for a little bit because it is hot, hot, hot here, everybody. So then after that, we were gonna head back to a water park. Um, we had brought everything with us to change into and we were just gonna go straight from Magic Kingdom to a water park because we had checked the evening before by calling our front desk and they assured us, yes, you can have bus transportation directly from the theme parks to the water parks. However, that did not happen for us. So we were trying to leave Magic Kingdom, hop aboard a bus over to a water park, but there were no buses to be found. We even checked with security and they're like, no, you have to go to a resort and then go to the water park. There are no direct buses from the theme parks to the water parks. So that was a little disappointing and we didn't have a ton of time to take up with that transportation like to and from and back and forth and all that. So we ended up just coming back to the resort, kind of just cooling down for a little bit because it was really, really hot that day. And then once we got a little R&R &R back at Pop Century, we headed out that evening to go to Animal Kingdom. And we just had a great time in Animal Kingdom that night. We started off with a, well actually we started off with just doing the single rider line for Everest a couple times. So there is a single rider line if you're looking at the gift shop to Mount Everest, there's a single rider line to the left of it. And that is a great, great thing because you do not have to wait into that standby line and you can get on pretty quickly. Um, so we did that a couple times and then we had a dinner reservation at Tusker House, which I had never eaten at before. But again, this was another recommendation from my super califragigal Pam. And I am so glad we went with this suggestion because we had a great time at Tusker House. It is a buffet and so they had all kinds of 
Oh my gosh, they had like pulled pork shoulder and salmon and then they had all kinds of like Indian, more like Indian type food and African foods. And they had, their salmon was so, so, so good, you guys. It was like smoked and full of flavor. They have, of course, like all kinds of different like veggies and fruit selection. This is also a character meal. So we saw Donald, Daisy, Mickey and Goofy. And I think there was supposed to be one more, possibly Minnie. Minnie was not there, but we had a good time meeting the other four. And so that was fun too, because you get to, the characters come around and they stop at your table as they're making their rounds. And so basically you get really easy access to, to take pictures with all the characters and interact with them for a little bit. And they are all wearing their safari gear. So that was really fun. And then after Tusker House, it was, by the way, it, it was pouring rain again while we were eating dinner. So this seems to be a theme that happens in Orlando in the summer. We usually go in the fall or in the winter, so we're not used to this. But luckily, we were prepared this time. We had our ponchos. So it had been downpouring, which was actually kind of nice because it, it kind of cleared out the park a little bit. And then we had a fast pass for Flight of Passage, which is one of my absolute favorite rides, if not my favorite ride. So we head right over to Flight of Passage. We were able to do that. And then our other two fast passes for the evening, which were Kilimanjaro Safari. And actually a lot of animals were out after the rainstorm. So we got to see a whole bunch of animals on the safari. And then a fast pass for Everest, in which we did not have to wait in the single rider line. And then last but not least, to end our day four, we had received dinner tickets, or I'm not sure what you call them. They're, they're like little passes they give you at Tusker House when you book your reservation. If you wanted to see Rivers of Light, there's a special selection that you can make when you book dinner at Tusker House that includes essentially fast passes for the Rivers of Light show. So we did head over to the little amphitheater to see Rivers of Light, but they were having technical difficulties. Um, I think that happens a lot with that show, unfortunately. We have actually never seen it. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing Rivers of Light, but we waited for a good like 15 to 20 minutes and decided to head out because they were still having technical difficulties. And I don't know at what point they actually canceled the show or if they were able to go ahead and do the show. So that being said, we ended up not seeing Rivers of Light, but we did beat the massive crowds back and were able to catch a bus right away. One thing I will say about the whole bus system is if specifically, if you are staying at Pop Century, the one downfall that I have about this lovely, lovely resort is that I feel like Pop Century needs like twice the amount of buses as it does. So this is the third time on day four that we actually took an Art of Animation bus home instead of a Pop Century bus because Art of Animation and Pop Century are linked by a bridge that goes over Hourglass Lake. So you can take the Art of Animation bus and just walk over that bridge to get to Pop Century. Um, so it's a bit, a little bit of a longer walk once you get off the bus, but you're not sitting around waiting for two or sometimes even three buses to come for Pop Century. So that is what we did. We were able to make it back to the resort that night. And all in all, we had a good day four. 
So that brings us to about half of our trip, a little over halfway. So stay tuned next week for days five, six, and seven of our anniversary trip. All right, stay tuned, guys. Thanks for following along. Bye. for listening everyone that's it for this week we would love to get to know you through social media you can reach us at spoonful pod that's s-p-o-o-n-f-u-l-p-o-d at gmail.com we're also at spoonful pod on both twitter and instagram and of course you can also like us at facebook.com slash spoonful pod please subscribe and rate and review us on itunes and now you can also find your favorite sprinkle of disney sugar on google play music as well as stitcher radio podbean and TuneIn radio thanks for joining us and sprinkling a little sugar into your day thanks for listening spoonful out Thank you.